Good afternoon, good afternoon. This is Sade Triumphant Joseph from this From Sober Cross Nation Back to Self podcast. You're a lovely, lovely host. And remember, this is a podcast for everything, everything and all things self-love, self-care, and being self-aware. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. But wait, wait, wait. And before we get to that, we are uh, if you have any questions, concerns, comments, then please direct them to my email at back to selfpodcast at gmail.com. That is back to self podcast at gmail.com so um on today's episode we are actually going to be talking about uh something that uh needs to be talked about especially in the mental health space and that is uh suicide and um overprotective parents okay so you see i was a um I I won't say victim because I wasn't like a victim, but I was, you know, the um the result of a overprotective or what they call a helicopter mom or any of that sort. And I grew up very very sheltered. Sheltered isn't even the word. Uh, every day, like every week, that almost every day of every week, going to church, staying there all night in a Pentecostal church all day, all night. <laughs> never went to parties never never really got out got to hang out with my friends my friends always had to come over here I was never able to go out with them but on the rare occasions I would have to sneak out which I always planned in my mind to do but never did <laughs> but um but yeah all my most of my life really consisted of going to church then going places with my mother and then going home and then sleep and then if I had school or college and do and put that in there and do that all over again. And so constantly doing that, doing that, basically being controlled like a robot, you could say, and doing that, doing that all the time, like literally that's all you did. <laughs> that's all you did. And really had, I really had no time to really figure out me, figure out myself, figure out what I wanted to do. And so I was basically doing that all the time and after a while I mean you get used to it you don't like complain I honestly didn't know any better because I was so comfortable and that's another problem I was so comfortable in that state because of course everything was given to me everything was handed to me you know food and whatnot so I was comfortable in that little bubble there that I didn't want to I didn't want to fight to get out in a way and so by constantly doing that and doing that all day, all night, and based and seeing my friends and seeing classmates of mine in school and college, like still go out and go to parties and do things and drink and do stuff, and I technically still, no matter my age, technically still wasn't able to do it. One because I didn't want to disappoint my mom, and two, I was so comfortable. Once again, that word in that state I was in in that bubble that I didn't want to leave that bubble, and so I'm like, okay, I'll sacrifice that. So so I can keep the keep myself in the bubble I'm in, which is which showed a bad mental state right then and there as well. But I say that to say, like, if you and I'm not a parent yet, I'm 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 just a fur parent. I'm just a dog parent, but I'm not like a parent yet. But um, I think that if I was to have kids or whatnot, then I would let them be their selves. Like, I wouldn't want to be, like, overprotective. I mean, you have to discipline your children, yes. But, like, I wouldn't want to be, like, an, like stifle their creativity or stifle their uniqueness, you could say, or stifle any of that that makes them them. I wouldn't want to do that. That's me. And so I say that to say that, like, it's very, very important 
not to be so not to be a helicopter dad or helicopter mom or so shelter or, or I understand that you want to protect your kids from all the evils of the world and all the wars and all the and all the bad things you don't want them to see. But at the end of the day, they're going to see them anyway, one way or another. Uh, this is earth. This isn't like heaven. <laughs> like, like you're going like they're going to see it. If I was able to see it and I was over, overly protected, like I made a, a commitment to go out and try to see what else was out there. And that got me in trouble sometimes. But at least I was able to see more than what my parents were letting me see. And so... It is very, very important. And that's what led actually to my multiple suicide attempts because I was so, after a while, after a while, it, it was like a cognitive dissonance thing. Like after a while, like I did want to, you know, branch out and see the world. But at the same time, I didn't want to disappoint my parents or disappoint my mother. And so it was a battle between the two all the time. And I would get so sick of it that I I had multiple multiple suicide attempts and uh I wrote that down in my diary of course I didn't know my mom was reading my diary and making photocopies of what was in my diary until after she passed but I was really getting sick of it and like I I could have been as comfortable as I wanted to in that state but I realized I wasn't growing as well and so that is another reason why I want to take my life too because I figure okay this is my life this is all it's going to be this is all this is this is all I'm capable of all right then you know what let's just end things now since my mom won't let me do nothing my dad he doesn't care he's off with his new family like okay I can just I can just sit here and just you know what I can just end it right now nothing else is going to come of my life and boom just take my life right then and there and I had had multiple times where I have said that to myself and attempted that and it was it was scary and it was both enlightening as well and towards the end of my mom's passing last years of life I did stand up for myself and I did have a better uh and I did try to understand my try to get to know me and understand myself and understand my mom and why she did the things she did better but um it was it was scary and I had to get sent to the hospital multiple upon multiple times of obviously and my mom would be wondering what was wrong and um and I would always be overdosing on pills always because that was the only thing uh trigger warning I'm sorry because that was the only thing that was available in the house really I didn't know how else to you know you know pull the trigger you could say and so that's trigger warning trigger warning that's all I would do and every time it would be with pills and uh I wasn't really privy to, you know, suicide methods or whatnot. So that was the only thing that I could grab my hands on. And so that's what I did. And I say that to say that this episode is sponsored by Choose Your Struggle podcast, hosted by Jay Schiffman, a public speaker and coach. His podcast is here to shine a light of hope and mental health, substance misuse and recovery and drug use. 125,000 people die from overdoses and suicide combined. As Jay is in long-term recovery and has been given this second chance, he wants to use it to help others and shed 
a little bit of insight. And so if you're not following, go and check out the Choose Your Struggle podcast as well. So it it was it was hard. It was a learning experience, but I'm glad I went through it. I'm glad uh, I learned and was able to grow grow through what I um, go through, <laughs> grow through what I go through. And so, uh, it was a long, hard road, but, um, it's a shame really that after my mom passed, I really started discovering like who I am and who I am not. And I mean, everything happens for a reason and sad to say if she wouldn't have passed, like I wouldn't have been where I am today honestly I wouldn't even have been doing this podcast right now because I guess in a way I would have been not intimidated by my mother but so I was so concerned so everything revolved around my mother okay so I was so concerned about her feelings 24 7 that that my feelings had my feelings didn't matter and so that's what I did and that's how that's and that's actually that's really part of my story and um I hope you all take some insight from this story and I hope you all learn the lessons that I failed to learn at the time and uh if this relates to you then uh then please take a stand and no matter what your parents say no matter if they want you to do this or do that or whatever just um, stand up to them because at the end of the day, this is your life. You're going to do what you want to do. And if you don't do what you want to do, then you're going to be hating your parents for the rest of your life. So it's good to just stand up to them and first stand up to yourself and then stand up to them and do what you say you're going to do. And so this is Charday of the From Soul Procrastination Back to Self podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to my story. It's a, one one of my stories. <laughs> it's a hard story. I don't talk about much, but um, I realize that, that can also help people. And that's why I'm here. And that's why this podcast is here. So thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, comments, please leave me a voicemail. And if you... Uh, have any uh, questions, concerns, comments as well, then please go to the back to self podcast at gmail.com. That is back to self podcast at gmail.com. I appreciate hearing from you all. All right. Uh, and remember to have tea time with yourself because you are royalty. This is a self love extraordinaire sh- signing out and I will see you all on the next episode. Thank you so much and see you later. Bye.